Real clapper. Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we celebrate Pride Month with a salute to LGBTQ plus live action superheroes and the actors who betray them. Apple introduces SharePlay over other streaming providers. Lord of the Rings anime series, He-Man Returns, No More WandaVision, and Loki premieres. We did it. Only we five did takes. It. Only five takes this week. Welcome everyone. I'm Marie. Joining me are Chris and Ethan. We need a clapper. You know you have like you know like eighty people that have clappers that they don't use. She's just a regular Malibu's. That doesn't mean anything. And uh, no, oh, God, please, no. I want to hear no. you hitting at the same time. I don't no. think you need that. I hit two that time. Yeah, you just turn it off. You just uh, <laughs> It's like when Homer... Yes, mash the... Mash the <laughs> your fingers are too fat. Please mash all of the numbers with your fans. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. We were uh, driving all around town as we went from store to storage to store to storage and everything with... Uh, our old co-worker slash new co-worker, Sam, who came back to work with us and sees... He's talking about The Office and Parks and Rec, and him and his wife have been watching them and everything. And he says, I started The Simpsons. Like, where's the best Simpsons? Like, just watch season seven. Just <laughs> yes. watch season seven. So he starts going through season seven. And I told him about, you know, what I did uh, last year where I went through, like, the first 12 seasons. I'm looking at all of the episodes. And I wrote down how many were, like, a top 10 to me, like a perfect score to me. And season seven has, like, 11 out of 22 episodes or something yeah. like that. Season uh, season six has like nine. Season eight has ten. I mean, that's that's the sweet spot right there. It's Conan O'Brien, Schwarzwelder, Sam Simon. They are at the top of their game. So every time I he kept hitting stuff, he he uh, <laughs> he would he would call out you know the title, and I would just start just laughing like crazy. <laughs> you know, he just says the uh, Lisa the Iconoclast. Jebediah Springfield was great. I just wanted to say he was really great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so good. And this kept hitting all those pieces. Yeah. Because my favorite, and he said, that's what my favorite was. And I said, it's part on the road. Like, it shouldn't be. But it just works on every level to me. Mm. And it's one of my favorites that I've ever seen. And it just became the one that, like, I always went back to. It's just the Andy Rooney. <laughs> I didn't think he was going to do Moon River. But then, pow, second encore. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. I do not speak English. Okay. Oh, you can't do that anymore. That, no, nope. he's gone. Unless they did. I'm, I know that Hank Azera said he wanted to find someone of Indian descent to do it, but I don't know if anyone of Indian descent wants to do Apu. Yeah. Well, and that brings us to one of the things I want to talk about tonight, with, with it being Pride Month, that we're seeing a lot more superheroes of... What's that the, have to do with Apu? <laughs> um, finding you, someone with Finding them. somebody of Indian descent, the descent which, you know... A lot of times we'd have superheroes that would be LGBTQ plus that weren't portrayed by actors that were. I think majority of them. Sure. Maybe like a few years ago, I think there wasn't very many that were, you know, part of that community that were actually playing those superheroes. Well, ironically. Well, the superheroes are on the screen are really LGBTQ plus, really. I mean, it's. In fact, we, we've rarely seen that character, especially in film. Right. Um, we don't really get an outright... I can't think of a film from Marvel or DC where you get an outright. That'll change in terms of the series when we get a Green Lantern. They have Alan Scott. The um, Deadpool. Deadpool is probably the... Deadpool, yeah. 
Well, Negasonic is... Yeah, here's the thing. When you think of a gay character, don't you sort of think sometimes lesbians are sort of... A lesbian character is sort of like, yeah, but that's that's the safe one. Yeah, well... You know, I mean, think our audience is going to accept, you know, two young women kissing each other versus two young men. Oh, that's always been the... the I know, and that's what I'm saying. And that's why, and I think when, when... Why I'm saying... My blind spot is saying we haven't seen a a male. I know. My blind spot is saying we haven't seen a gay character in a superhero movie, a major superhero movie, is because I'm not in my head. My blind spot. I'm not counting. We will a lesbian couple. in Eternals. Uh, fo- uh, yeah. Photos. Photon. I have no idea. I believe we'll <laughs> talk about a blind spot. That's that's one of them. Phantos or photos. I forget the name of the character. Bobos. He, uh, his character in the movie Eternals that is coming out will be an openly gay character. The actor is not not a gay actor that playing him, but the uh, they have basically a same sex couple with a child too. So they're they're gonna have that kind of dynamic in it. Well, ironically, uh, Sean Ashmore played Iceman in the original X Men movie. Sean is. Of the LGBTQ plus community. And you can say Sean is gay. Sean's gay. And he played Iceman, who at the time wasn't gay, but has come out within the comics that he is. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of an ironic twist to the whole, you know, should a gay or does a gay should a gay superhero character be portrayed by an actor of the same persuasion has no idea. It doesn't mean anything of superhero or not. Should a gay role be performed by a straight person? I mean, that's that's the that's. The I don't think it issue. should be because that's it's a, harder. The, the, that's the is the thing. It's not an issue with superhero films. It's an issue that they've had oh, for sure. a long time. Mm-hmm. You've had straight people play iconic sure. gay characters, uh, gay characters, or gay roles and biographies and biopics and stuff like that. Um, is uh, is Rami Malek gay? I was going to. I was just going to. I don't think he is. There you go. That's that's right. one of the biggest biographies in the last two years. Well, look at Freddie Mercury uh, was gay. Elton John. Elton John. Yes. Harvey Milk. Harvey uh, Milk. Jean Penn. Um, Michael Douglas was Elton John's boyfriend, wasn't he? No. No. Oh. Because it's it's the it's it's the guy. F- I know what's happened over I'm terrible years. with names. Elton John was the, the guy from um, Kingsman. Yes. Mm-hmm. Edger- Edgerton? Edgerton, yeah. Edgerton. Taron. yeah. I believe neither he nor... I love the, how we don't know the names of anybody. I, just, <laughs> I, can, hear, I can see his name and hear his name, but I'm I couldn't te- get I'm, it out. I'm terrible Look, with the names. The three brains here are working as one tonight. <laughs> I am awful with names, and I've been awful with names for a long, long yeah. time, and it's just gotten Same worse. Same with me, yeah. I'm worse than both of you. <laughs> I can remember you your can face. You tell me your name right now. I'm not going to remember it. I can remember faces so well, but if you try to get me to remember your name, it's going to take me a while. <laughs> I've stood there having conversations with people, and they tell me their name, and I've walked off. I guess, who are you talking to? I, I don't, don't know. know their name. It's, there's so many people that that I have in my life that have a nickname, especially at work. Yeah. Uh, Streets, Raquel May, Chip, and... I've had people say, like, do you not know their real names? You know, I do. 
usually. But I never knew white chocolate's name until uh, oh, I, I called it white chocolate for a long time, but it really until the first con we went to with the, fir- the the recently is just like that's all I call him is white yeah. chocolate. I called him white chocolate for a long. Time. I think started part of it was when I was in the group with him and our two other friends from high school. The other two friends didn't care one way or the other, and so it never really stuck with all of it. I still called him white chocolate all the time. No. I still call him white chocolate. But uh, yeah, I didn't know it until he introduced himself as I'm yeah. Eric. I mean, the biggest, oh, yeah. the, the biggest one I think was when I was working at Target in the early 2000s up to like you know 2004, 2005, when I became friends with Aaron, who we started calling Dazzler because he had he had a he had a fake earring, you know, fake a diamond earring or whatever, and we called him Sparkle Sparkle from a Simpsons episode, the one where Bart gets a an earring mm-hmm. and Homer just thinks that Bart's going to look at him and go Sparkle Sparkle. <laughs> And then we called him Sparkler, and I started calling him Dazzler. And it literally, everyone in that store called him Dazzler. To the point that we shortened his nickname, his false name of Dazzler, to Daz. And his girlfriend called him that. <laughs> Everybody called him that. <laughs> that became his name. I got a name tag. That was one. <laughs> I remember going to our HR and putting on the, you know, you have the list for all the new employees or whatever. If someone lost their badge, she had a list on, like, the back of the door. And I put Dazzler. She's like, you, you can't do this. And I looked at her. At one point, I don't remember what it was for that it was. But I looked at it, I was like, you owe me. You owe me big. That name goes in. And so the worst they do is they reject it. It's like, yeah, but that goes like, just put it in. Sure enough, it comes back. I still remember the day that the new badge just came back. I'm out on the floor. It's like 630 in the morning when she comes in. And I just get the Chris come in. Hey, what's up, Jody? Come to the office. I'm like, oh, God, I'm in trouble. What did I do? And I walked into the office, and she just holds it up with those eyes looking at me like, you know, I was like, yes! <laughs> Grab that. I'm like, I get to give it to him. I'm like, Daz, check it out. I got your name. <laughs> Dazzler on it. I tried again with Sausage, which is what I called uh, Joe, and a lot of people called him Sausage. Um, that was the best. That, no, that was, that was the night we all went to Denny's and... Speaking of LGBTQ, uh, he ordered a Grand Slam, and he said, but can I get it all sausage? And I said, yeah, because if there's one thing Joe's all about, it's sausage. And he got so mad. And so, of course, because I'm a good friend, I doubled down and said, that's your name from now on. (laughs) And I got everybody else to call him sausage. So... It's hard to even get back to it because you just were so that was not very appropriate story for especially but it it can be in a way because it is like being open about it was a way for me to confront his latent homophobia which has disappeared completely and he's told me more than once that that was a part of it that he knew he was acting in a way that he didn't really feel he just felt like it was edgy it was you know eh, eh. I called him sausage because he seemed to have a problem with it. And I, every time I'd call him that and he'd get mad, I'm like, what are you mad about? What do you care? Mm-hmm. What do you, you know who you are. What do you care if someone thinks that, you know, we call you sausage because you're gay or whatever? Who cares? What, what does it matter? And through, I mean, he's a wonderful human being that helped, that actually helped him release some of that stuff. Like, well, if he can joke about it, I can joke about it. And then that got rid of it. Sort of like, wait, what am I doing? Why, why am I not? What do I care? Why do I give a damn whether somebody else loves someone of the same sex or is asexual or is pansexual? What do I care? I don't, it doesn't matter. And that's kind of where he moved forward. Mm. Sometimes, I mean, it's, it's humor can help you confront that sort of thing. If you can laugh about something and it makes you uncomfortable to a degree of, that makes you think about, what, why am I laughing at that? Um, am I laughing at it because I think it's funny because I agree with it? Am I laughing at it because it's uncomfortable for me? 
you know, laughing at people. Or making the other person feel uncomfortable. Make the other person feel uncomfortable. In the joke. And because you think sometimes with the joke, like, oh, man, if I was I, if I was gay, I'd really be offended by that. So why am I offended by gay people? Why, why am I, why would I be offended if I was gay? Like, what is, it just, it gets those hamsters swimming sometimes. It's, yeah, I mean. So CW does a really good job of, of not only bringing gay characters to life with superheroes, but CW seems to be the one uh, that's actually uh, showcasing them more. Showcasing so is the word I was. Yes. So that's uh, always the plus. I think that's that's the plus on their shows because they're making it feel more inclusive. To and they do a all. good job of not. Pushing it right in your face. Mm. I mean, you know, I guess they, I mean, just saying, okay, yeah, I'm gay, and it doesn't mean it's putting it in your face or that they are pushing it into a show. Like something like Batwoman. You know, they have, the, the main character has since been created was, you know, a lesbian. Well, also in the comics as well. That's not, what I'm saying. Not just in the show. Yeah, so no, that's what I'm saying. She was created as a lesbian. She wasn't yeah. a switch. She Renee wasn't, Ma- yeah, wasn't a, you can an take a character, later But the thing is, they also made Renee Montoya a lesbian, and people had a problem with it. Like, oh, that is your bias of assuming she's straight when she was introduced. Mm-hmm. Her sexuality never became an issue when she was introduced. Being a police officer, being a detective in Gotham, who had, uh, you know, had, had uh, encounters with Batman and his family of characters and stuff. It, it, it's... It's the thing we talked about with Lando Calrissian mm-hmm. that when it's revealed that Lando Calrissian is a pansexual and, and fans are freaking out, like, no, no, he was hitting on Leia. That means he's he's straight. I'm like, no, you assumed he's straight. Yeah, because just because you hit on a woman as a guy doesn't mean you also hit a, don't doesn't mean you don't also hit on men or aliens if, in this know, case. whatever. Yeah, in, in the case of of any gender of any other species, uh, sentient consensual species. We'll put it that way. I guess you could um, say Canaan is too, because he has a relationship with, uh, with Hera and a child. Yes, but there is a relationship with a child. <laughs> no, that's, no. Bad. <laughs> that's bad. Has a child with Hera. Uh, but it, again, it's, it's, it's still classic because they are a, What's the word I'm looking for? They are a specific gender within their species. She is she is a female gender. Okay, I'll species. give you that. Yeah, but it's still. I mean, it's it, it would. You think of it more when I when I look at that, it's more of like an interracial thing, right? In terms of an allegory for it, because they're very similar species. Yeah, they're 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 both humanoid. Yeah, they likely have the same reproductive organs as based on gender. Um, they're obviously it's on they're, now, they're obviously so. compatible. Um, they're procreation compatible because they do have a child. Male seems to be the dominant gene because you don't have no tails. Um, yeah, uh, for they, very they show. I wonder where that show's coming. That yeah. show's going to come at some point. Um, so but, yeah, uh, it, it's I, I going back to the CW thing in terms of characters. I mean, yes, the thing with it is when you're dealing with dealing with it sounds bad when you're portraying a minority by gender by sex by race does that minority of any of those three categories or another one that i'm not coming to mind at the moment 
is it important to the story? Is it important to the character? And if it isn't, is it still important or does it matter that that character is gay? We talked about Bobby. Yes. When Bobby came out in the books, Brian Michael Bendis takes Bobby from the original X-Men. Iceman. Iceman, for, for those me. who don't yeah. know who so, we're talking about. Iceman comes forward, and the thing that Bendis did as sort of a social commentary is that um, for the purposes of what we're talking about, I don't remember, did we talk about this last week? Or maybe you I was did. talking about it, yeah. But you have a tendency to tell stories to each other. Yeah, era. but the, the idea of what the commentary was is but that it does make young Bobby comes, to, comes out of, quote-unquote, the 60s, the, the fake time that he's in, whatever time he's pulled from, but the characters created in the 60s and comes to the 2000s. And this is a paradise for him because while he still faces danger and he still faces, uh, he still faces um, uh, bigotry and bullying, definitely not as much as before. So yeah, it's if, but he can be himself more. Yeah. So then the, the question comes in terms himself. of Batwoman, new Batwoman. Do they keep her as a, as a lesbian? Yes. The new. Okay. What does her being a lesbian mean to that character? That's the, that's the thing with entertainment. Like, is she a lesbian because the creators are like, okay, we're just going to make her a lesbian. Is she a lesbian because we want to have There's a, a lesbian? Of- that's, that's, let me get through it. If you're making her a lesbian, just to make her a lesbian, that's part of your, sometimes that gets lumped into that agendizing. If you're making her a lesbian because you want to have a character that represents that community that's going to be watching that show that can be listed as agendizing then, but I don't think that's a bad thing. If you're making your lesbian, because that's integral to the story, that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing for someone like that to be represented. I always think of Lieutenant Uhura Mm -hmm. for black men and women in the 1960s to look at a futuristic television series. And as, People have said, and, and Michelle Nichols has mentioned, as fans have said, I was just happy there were still black people in the future. And that you could see a woman of color with an important position on the bridge who was not a damsel in distress, who had a critical job, was not the, you know, the, <laughs> oh, all the boys like me, or whatever. You know, they have the one part where Kirk is, and I think isn't it? Kirk's like, under some sort of spell or something. And you used to have the first interracial kiss. And mm-hmm. people were, oh, I don't know. Yeah. But it's there because Gene Rodman was like, people have to see this. We have to confront this. You mm-hmm. mentioned Into the Family. All in the Family. All in the Family last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to confront the idea that some of these characters are like this. Um, but even the CW is taking it one step further is because they have, in Supergirl, not only is Supergirl's sister gay, but they they've also had other characters, and now they have the first transgender superhero on screen, live action. Yeah, Nia Nall is the character's name. Uh, Nicole Maines, I think, is the name of the actress. Now, is, is, yes. isn't, isn't Cheryl A. Gay, who plays her sister? She is not. Or adopted sister? She's not. She okay. is not. As far as I know, she has a husband and a child, so I'm assuming that. <laughs> That's a strong beard sometimes. <laughs> wow. But no, no I know. But it's an honest yeah. thing. That's, it's again, honest, it's, yes. it's something to say, but... That's part of it. You have people who have been living a lie and continue to do so... Mm-hmm. No, because know. they're scared of it. Mm-hmm. And to go so far as to 
to be in a marriage that you don't want to be in, to have a child with another human being mm-hmm. and have that connection based off of a heterosexual relationship that you are not interested in is, again, the humorous, quick story yeah. thing makes you think about the idea of what people might be doing. There's been a rumor for years and years and years that Daniel Craig and Rachel Wise, Daniel Craig is gay, and he married Rachel Wise because he wanted people to stop thinking he was gay. Now, is, is there that's any old ru- Hollywood too? The, that's the, that's like, a, that's a lot. It's I mean, it's a lot, and that, I think the rumor keeps coming from the fact that if you mention Rachel Wise in an interview with him, he'll walk out. He's mm-hmm. like he does not discuss his personal life at all. And I think a lot of I think it's really more reporters just going like, oh, he must be gay. Oh, he yeah. doesn't want to talk about his personal life. He doesn't want to talk about being married to Rachel Wise. Beautiful, blah, blah, blah. But the fact that we talk about that rumor and the possibility that he is engaged in it, she's probably in on it and all that other BS. But again. How far are we going that Daniel Craig feels the need to, if it's true, and I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying it's not, I'm using it as an example, that he would go so far as to hide the fact that he's gay. Let's not even start to get into sports. Well, I think when John Barman was on Doctor Who, then John Barman is a gay man. He played a, I guess you would, at the time they called him bisexual because it was before Pan and all that. He was probably more Pan than didn't buy or anything, but it was one of the very first times that a man kissed a man on screen, you know, on TV. That's my question. If we're pan, if bisexual is just, I'm being serious because I'm just trying to work it out in my head. Bisexual is men or women. Yes. So, why is it ban- pan? What's pan? What what is pan at? Pan's also transsexual. Okay, okay, that makes that makes sense. No, is it, sometimes you hear that transgender. I'm sorry, transsexual. I did uh, totally inappropriate word. Mm-hmm. Transgender. Yeah. Uh, transsexual. The only way that works is if you're doing. Uh, um, oh my god! As I'm saying it, it would, uh... don't do it. Don't you do it? <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. Don't you do right it? Out of Go, I have no idea where you're take going. A, so. Yes, I've got both of you. I can't help you out this time. No, I don't. It's horror show. It's, uh... oh, 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 you got part of it. I keep wanting to say Frankie Horror. Nope. You're close, though. I know. I'm right. just... Rocky Horror. There it is. Ding, 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 Oh, God. We need, that's the sound we need in there, is the bell for when you figure something yes. out. <laughs> but even that one, you know, dealt with trans, transgender in a way that was, you know, or trans, transsexual. Really. There's always a, that's what a, a question himself. if he was just cross-dressing or right. whatever. I mean, again, a film that is fun and funny and crazy and massively important because yes. it just put it on the screen. And it's also like 40, 50 years old. Tim Curry be just a a sexual man who's attracted to both men and women yes. who act on it. it, it it's I mean, first time I, I didn't see Rocky Horror Picture until, gosh, I must have been 24, 25. I'd always heard about it. I was like, I don't even know what this is. And finally someone that I knew was like, you need to watch this. And I'm watching it and I'm going, huh. So that's what that is. Well, that's cool. And then I really liked it. And then it didn't even dawn on me until after I'm like, someone said, someone's like, yeah, you know, it's cool because he's wearing the, he was wearing women's right. clothes. And I, girls and everything. I, I never even caught that too. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah I isn't it? Like I know he's wearing, you know, he's 
you know, cross dressing or whatever. You know, he's wearing a bustier. He's wearing, you know, but you kind of see that as, oh, it's just funny, you know, something you'd see in a sitcom or whatever. But the fact that he is, you know, puts mm-hmm. him and he puts himself in a position of power over the men and women that he's attempting to seduce. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's pretty cool. So the, all that music gets stuck in your head, though. Um, you mentioned Star Trek before. <laughs> with, with you know, with the interracial, they were on the forefront. Now you have the, uh, Star Trek Discovery, where you have your one of your main characters that is an openly openly gay man with your chief medical officer that are married, they're living together, you know, and they're kissing on screen. Whereas even ten years ago, fifteen years ago, you really wouldn't see that much. And they also have dial, dialed into, you know, or delved into. Wow, dialed. Delved, I do need the bell. Delved into um, one of the characters that's non-binary, mm-hmm. and how they, you know, and, and and it wasn't just oh here's a non-binary character. They actually started with I don't you know one of the characters I don't know to call you he or she or you, know, and they really took you into understanding that more within the premise of being still in a Star Trek show. I thought it was amazingly done. It wasn't forced at all because it, it developed naturally. You know, you had two or three episodes of you know the he she the, you know go trying to figure out or not trying to understand which gender to call, and it finally you know it, it naturally flew into the the storyline. Yeah, and that I, I appreciate that so much more, and I hope that their community does too. Enjoy, you know, then something that is just blatantly pushed in for the fact of, say, of being, look, see, we're a studio that cares, so we're going to make sure you see it right here. I don't know if there's a blatantly pushed in thing. I think that's a reaction from people. You think that, so? Yes. I think uh, uh, we, I've made the joke, too. I'm like, well, I guess none of the new characters in the stuff, this always has to be gay. That character always has to be gay. As a joke, because of the reaction of so many people that have the, the serious, like, I guess every new character from Marvel has to be gay. I guess yeah. every new character from DC has to be gay. There's so much of that online too, but that's, especially and that's in this community. And, and, and that's, in the that's comic the, book that's community. The part of it is, is is you feel it forced on when you disagree with it. There's a, a non-binary character in Star Wars: High Republic, the, the comic book. Yes, doesn't phase me at all. Um, having uh, when we read Empire's End by Chuck mm-hmm. Winding. And the Imperial officer is clearly gay. Yes. Doesn't mean anything. I mean, no. that, that doesn't mean anything to me in, in a in a way of like, oh, man, that's bad. Oh, I, I don't believe we got to read this. I, I can't read Star Wars anymore yeah. because but, and, they're but reading Star Wars. People like and that's that. the, when, when everyone's just like, we don't need that kind of stuff in Star Wars. I mean, if you're going to have a representation of a true galaxy, that's what it is. I mean, the, the, the idea that Lando Calrissian wouldn't engage in sexual relations with an alien that he's sexually compatible and consensual with is ludicrous. Right. Or a male or a female. Yeah. Especially as suave and, you know, and, and yes. sexually. And again, we, we, we put our own aspirations upon Lando Calrissian in 1980 sure. and Disney gave us a different view of it. Um, and there's, you know, you want to talk agenda. I'll tell you what the agenda is. And I'll tell you the agenda every time that Disney, Marvel, Warner Brothers, Sony, uh, Random House, whatever. It's money. Representation is money. And that's not a bad thing. 
No. Tyler Perry is a multimillionaire because of representation. I'm going to make black films for black audiences. And I own Atlanta. He's, but, he's, I mean, he's a multi-multi-millionaire because of representation. But is representation just for the sake of representation? It's not. For him... The no, no, I'm he, asking you. Do you think that is where it should... I mean, like, it's something that shouldn't be. I don't think there's a sake or do you for think representation. That, or do you think that even just the, the fact that it's being represented gives if it's rep- growth and life to... I'll put it this way. It's got to be represented in a positive way. Okay. Yeah. The, the, it's something that Will and Grace was fighting with on its air between two characters, a quote unquote normal gay man mm-hmm. in Jack. Jack, no, no, not Jack. Uh, Will, Will, yeah, <laughs> he's in the, he's the, in the title, <laughs> and the flaming ish character openly, but openly the, gay. and there's an episode where Will calls Jack. I'm going to use a bad word because it's in the thing. He calls him a fag. Right. Because of what that word interprets of this kind of, to him, as, as, a, as a modern gay man for Will, was the idea that the portrayal of Jack, this outward, you know, super, again, quote unquote, flaming, was something wrong, even within its own community. And it's a great episode because it is Jack Gosen. Like, that hurts. But that's what you are, isn't it? No, this is this. Yeah, it is who I am. My personality is this. There are straight men who are very very crazy and all over the place. But that's part of it. They're called eccentric, exactly, or they're called dorks. Um, Face it, we're just like gay people with toys. because i don't think because gay people don't usually have toys no the the idea of you know being really you know we display them and we make it a lot of our personality about them them. we buy a whole bunch of them on a thursday morning just trust me it works Um, i don't think it does it does you'll you'll think about it later and it'll hit you um but so for something that if the representation is positive and in a way, people would look at Will and Grace before and say, Jack's representation is not positive. But he, the, in, within the show, they said, yes, it is, because it's real. Mm-hmm. There are people, there are gay men in America, in North America, in the world, who have a personality much like Jack's, and they deserve to be on TV, okay. too. Yes. In addition to having, there are gay people, gay men in America, North America, the world, who are more like Will, who it's very, you know, it's it's not as, 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 um, what's the word I'm thinking of? It's not representative. It's not open because he's open. He's an open. He has no problem telling anybody he's gay, but he doesn't make it the focus of his personality or he's something. More it's more conserved. conservative. Conservative to a certain degree. Yeah. But that, so talking about that representation for representation's sake. When I mentioned Tyler Perry's, he goes out and does mm-hmm. films that resonate with the black community. Also, to be within it, he cross-dresses in every single one. Yes. He plays a woman in, e- in each one, and no one blinks an eye. But we would have done that years ago. We'd be like, wait a minute. He's he's a man, and he's playing a woman. On, on We're perfectly okay. fine with it. But- How fine will we be if it's a woman playing a man? And we're supposed to accept that as that is a man. We see... When you see Eddie Murphy playing anyone in the clumps or whatever, Tyler Perry playing Medea, you are watching the screen going, that is a woman. There's a man playing him. But that character within that universe on that screen is a woman. Yes. And there's a man playing him. 
here's the same thing that we're talking about with, um, excuse me, should a gay character, a gay role, be played by a gay person? Tyler Tyler Perry, as a man, is playing a woman. Okay, what about a transgender role? Same thing. I mean, it's where do where do you start? Some people will say it's acting. Like right. if it's if if you're a straight person playing a gay person, an LGBTQ plus person, that's part of what acting is, right? There's that great SNL skit with Idris Elba. Can you play that? Right. And you know they ask like a gay man going, and Idris Elba's like, I I can't play that because I'm straight, right? Bing, yeah, you're right. You're not allowed to. Well, and they take the extreme part of it, and the funny part of it is how far are we going to go? To lambast someone like Rami Malek, assuming he's straight, we should probably find out. Um, even Sheldon Cooper, yes, right. Sheldon Cooper played by that dude. Come on, I don't care about that show anymore. Um, Parsons, mm-hmm. Jim. Yep, Jim Parsons. Jim Parsons plays a straight character. He's yes. eccentric. But he's obviously a straight character. He finds himself attracted to, um, to me and Biox, my and Biox character, uh, to Amy. But also the fact that we didn't care enough one way or the other. Jim Parsons mentioned he was gay in like a, just a throwaway line in a Variety article, right? Where he mentions his his the first time, yeah, yeah, his boyfriend, and then it just sort of became, wait a minute, oh okay, is it like it's not a big deal, right? He's playing, he's a gay person playing a straight character. And we sort of accepted that's happened a lot in Hollywood for decades and decades. You know, you just kind of keep it under the covers. Yes, but I mean, there's always the, the, with the the transgender issue of, should you have a person of whichever gender you're portraying, you know, if it's male or female, should you have a non-transgender person playing a transgender role. I think at this point, the discussion yeah, but, is, your discussion is should, and how many times are we going to say should? Well, I mean, okay, here's the thing. Because there are trans... because I mean, should, should becomes allowed. Well, are you allowed as a straight person? I'm to about play? to answer my own question, because a lot of these roles, if you can get a name person for it, you know, for whatever you're looking for, they're going to go with a name over an actor who may actually be transgender that doesn't have the experience of whatever they're looking for. That's kind of what a lot of people are more upset about. Is they're not not giving those roles. You're getting the representation, but you're not giving those roles to to people that it means something to. So, like, if there's an actor that was transgender or, you know, gay or whatnot, they wouldn't be able to they wouldn't feel like they'd be able to go for those roles because you're getting someone like a, you know, throwing a name out there like a Johnny Depp who can play this character and bring in money because of the name that he has. But that role is going to go to him rather than, you know, me, who it's, it would mean a lot for me to play this role or something like that. That's when you start to, but then you start to get into that um, affirmative action type deal where is the best person playing that role. Now, you can make the argument be. that you make the argument that of course someone who is transgender who has that life experience is going to bring more to a transgender character than Johnny Depp. Right. What if they don't? 
What if they really don't fit that? And, that, and that's true the, too. It's it's not an but easy you'll go, answer. You'll still go with the the named person named actor. But what over. we're saying is, what we're saying is, should we allow that person to? That's where that's where this all kind of runs into. That Scarlett Johansson playing a a, a a Japanese robot in Ghost in the Shell in Major Kusinga. Mm-hmm. Kushenga, I can't remember her name all of a sudden. Who is portrayed in the anime? The thing I always had with it is like she's portrayed in the anime looking more like a North American white woman. But so does everybody else in anime and in, 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 in manga because they're drawn with those big eyes. Not because they're they're not supposed to represent a different race. It's just in the art style for the the Japanese storytelling. The eyes are super super important, so they always draw them. You not always, many times they're drawn with big eyes, especially in sci fi and fantasy type manga um, versus you know real life stuff or or life depiction uh, is much more of a of a realistic take. So if you have a character that does not look in its in its original entertainment does not necessarily look like anyone necessarily it's not portrayed as she's a robot for goodness sake she could be anything that they make her is it why does that have to be a japanese actress playing it because she's not and that's again. These are all questions I'm throwing out. That sort of devil's advocate thing is this is not an easy subject mm. because now we're into when you're acting. You know, it, obviously, if you're portraying a real role, you're not going to get Arnold Schwarzenegger to play Martin Luther King. Right. You know? Well, that's he's never going to be the right person for that role because that's going to be an extreme. You know, yeah, example, that's what I'm saying. But, that's when you have a fictional character, obviously in a biography or that type, and again. Rami Malek looks a little bit like like Freddie Mercury. He is Caucasian, like Freddie Mercury is. He can make you believe he looks like when they did um, uh, what's the NWA movie? Straight Outta Compton. Mm-hmm. You're obviously not hiring four white actors to play NWA right. because it's completely unbelievable in a biopic. So if that's a fake. You know, if it's just like we're making a movie about uh, four individual hip hop artists, rap artists forming a band, and we make two of them black and two of them white, and is that wrong because it doesn't accurately represent? I mean, that's the you just roll into so many of these rabbit holes. It's a good thing we have other subjects tonight that are going to sound really weird after all this. Yeah, but I mean, you do back to transgender. You do get some actors. You know, that, I mean, even started their career as one gender, you know, and went on to becoming another gender and have had or making successful careers out of it. You know, look at Elliot Page. You know, when when he first started acting, you know, he was, you know, totally, he was in a totally different I'm trying, I'm trying to think how to say this. The the roles he was taking at that time were female and made a successful career as a female actress in those films. And now is still continuing a career now that he, he's, you know, 
It's such a, it's such, you know, I know it's three, you know, three straight guys here sitting here having a conversation about this, and it may come off, you know, wrong. But I'm trying to be as, as I hate PC, I hate saying that word, as correct as possible. You're trying to not be disingenuous. Yes. Well, you're, you're trying to say with a level of respect, too, and that's what we've all, we're all trying to. I think that's why this episode kind of sounds a little off, is because we're we're really trying to have an honest conversation between the three of us who really don't know a lot about the subject. There's where you're right. But this is, this the is thing. the thing. And this is the problem I had with this conversation. And it's the problem I had when we were talking about, there was a, there was a, 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 a women's issue that we were going to discuss at one point. The thing we really should have is we've got a fourth chair. I know we got to know somebody who's, who's a member of this community. Right. And that's the person we should have. Remember we were talking well, about, we were talking about Harry Potter. Yes. You know, and, and, and asking, how fans are reacting to um, the author's personal life versus what she created. I just want to talk to, I would love to talk to three Harry Potter fans, someone who's straight, someone who's trans, someone who's, who's, who's just, you know, is, is gay. How does that affect you? If, if, if you're a trans you, human Beth being, has a, Beth has a, a trans person that transgender. Transgender, yes, thank you. She is somebody that is transgender that grew up loving Harry Potter. And, I mean, loved everything. Was, you know, Mm -hmm. a Potterhead. Yes, that's a real thing. And and they would, you know, and as soon as they heard that, they cannot pick up a Harry Potter book. That's the person I want to talk to. It kills them to even want to. That's the person that should be sitting in that chair. Yes. When we have that conversation, that type of thing, versus us just assuming that, because mm-hmm. I'll guarantee you, there are transgender people who didn't let it go, right. who can separate it. Um, there's something that I saw on Twitter where people are like, "We're just going to pretend that J.K. Rowling didn't write it," and there was an English professor who said, "No, you're not allowed to do that. You have to deal with the consequence that fiction has authors, right? And you have to look at the the text through the eyes of." Or, or with the, the the knowledge of in the eyes of the writer, because it's you can't you, you can't disassociate it to just be nothing. There's no such thing right. as something that isn't written. That's kind of what they're saying is like to to pretend to cut it out and just say I want to keep enjoying this. So the best thing that I can do is pretend that J.K. Rowling never wrote it. That's not true. You have to deal with the truth of you don't care that J.K. Rowling wrote it. You still love it, which is not wrong. That's the other thing is we have to kind of let some of those biases. I don't understand how you as a transgender person can still love Harry Potter. You want to know how they can talk to them. Right. We did it here. We interviewed Mikey's wife. I did not interviewed. I asked Mikey's wife about it as a big Potter fan. I've asked your daughter about it. Like knowing who JK Rowling is, does it change your fandom? And people don't want to say yes sometimes, and they don't want to say no a lot of times. Like, no, I'm still a huge. But people don't want to say yes because they don't want to admit that there's something wrong with those people saying no if i ask the question did it change your 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 fandom if you say no that's the one that i think people have problems with saying yes like oh yes it changed my fandom i don't feel the same way about harry potter if you say no i I feel the same way i've disassociated (laughs) with it i've pushed it out i've kind of moved it i can compartmentalize it well you i can i can i can can, I can condone it while I'm still complicit in all of those things. That's a that's a conversation. And again, I don't think it's bad. I think we need to stop judging people for that. I'll put it in a very simple one that's that's nowhere near anything as important. When the San Diego Chargers moved to L.A., 
I stopped being a fan. But then, no, this is this is a thing. Um, I know people that were San Diego Chargers fans that are still fans. And I saw so many people that would absolutely crucify those people. Like, how can you still be a fan? How you, You're not allowed to be a fan. How can you be a fan with them moving? Easy. They just can. My personal decision was to stop being a fan of that team. I'm done. I didn't want them to move to L.A. I have a problem with them up here. Dean Spanos is a piece of dung. I'm done. But I'm not going to judge you whether you agree with me right. or disagree with me. Your personal connection with that team is different. And the reason that I mentioned sports is we have personal connections to the teams that we follow. The Avs lost last night. I have been pissed off for 24 hours. <laughs> um, oh, suck. Uh, but that personal connection, again, your personal connection to a sports team is your kind of business. If you want to have an open and honest conversation, my friend Eddie, his wife, Karen, is a diehard Chargers fan. She struggled with it, but she really loves the idea that they're closer. She's super excited to go to SoFi Stadium. I don't, I don't think anything. That's awesome. I'm happy for her that her fandom continues. I have no interest in it. I'm done. I, I, I'm not going to be a Chargers fan. Unless they move back to San Diego. That's my one caveat. I was like, if they move back to San Diego, I'm back in. Let's go. Um, that's the same thing in terms, of, in terms of fiction, in terms of fandoms, in terms of brands, in terms of your relationship with Harry Potter. Something that big is personal. Our relationship with Star Wars, our right. relationship with G.I. Joe, his relationship with Power Rangers, uh, wrestling, whatever those brands that we love, the brands that become a part of us, they become part of our identity. You're wearing an AEW wrestling shirt. I have a Simpsons shirt with characters that look like Star Wars characters uh-huh. from Solo. It's a My part of our personality. <laughs> Ethan's is blue because there's a blue Power Ranger. There you go. Yeah. Um, but that's the, but you understand? Like we've talked about this. What if George Lucas were to come out and say something completely and utterly unacceptable? Are we going to change the way we think about Star Wars? Because there's a lot of other creators in Star Wars. Harry Potter as a novel was written by J.K. Rowling, but it was edited by somebody. It was published by somebody. It was proofread by somebody. Other Except people have the, a part of it. No, she, yes, but she... But every word is story. hers. Yes, yes, that's the thing. The words but are hers. the brand of Harry Potter is much bigger than what she wrote. There are films that are done by different scriptwriters and different, different directors, different DPs, different actors films, and actresses. Yes. The, the people that are but we are we hold on are we going to eliminate the work that people do at an amusement park because we can no longer go to Harry Potter land yes we can and no we can't that's the problem is there is no definitive answer you have to you have to approach this personally yes but as it's totally understandable as a transgender person that how painful it must be yep if you Used to go to Universal and because you wanted to go. You you got your season pass because you wanted to go to Harry Potter Land every day. And now, every time you look at that pass, you realize... Well, that's also something what, that we can't really... Right. There's a further question. I understand. But there's a further question in what you've already asked. As a transgender person, how much do you hurt knowing that people still go? Sure. That's, that's, the, that's the, the thing is... is if if it is, is it something personal, where like for me, I don't care if anybody else is a San Diego Chargers fan or not. I don't care. Again, doesn't mean anything. Obviously, those are two completely different levels. Right. But the same idea is, if you're personally offended by J.K. Rowling and what she believes and what she said and what she's done, can you personalize it in yourself, or 
does it hurt you when other people still support it? And again, I guess it neither, on your proximity. Neither, neither of those pieces are wrong. That's sure. the thing. Is we want, there's so much, especially when you're online, and this is the part of fandom, and this is a part of everything that's happened. You are absolutely incapable of allowing anybody else to believe something other than what you believe. When someone posted a picture of the Rogue One figures that were came that were for ordered, and they posted a picture and they said, "Did you get these or not?" Someone's in there like, "I don't understand why people like this film. This film's a piece of crap." And X X X X Y Y Y Y. And says, "And don't tell me that, and don't tell me I'm wrong because I'm right." And, and I said, "This has nothing to do with whether right. you bought the toys or not." And he flexed on me like, "You know, you didn't have to read the comments. Like, you decided." That your opinion about a film, you are angry that other people like this film. I used to be that dude. I'm not that. I couldn't care less what you like. Are you I'm talking gonna, about me? Anybody. Oh. Anybody. I don't care. Because I'm like, I'm like I no, he's, he's talking about too. the comment that he's replying to. But anything. It's, it's, I couldn't care less whether you like or dislike something. Sure. That, that either I like or, or don't like. We have a, as, a, as a as a as a personal relationship, you and I make fun of one another for it, but it's it's not. I, I couldn't care less. Sure, I, I really it doesn't mean anything to me. You're not making. You're not forcing me to watch something, right? You know, there's so many other things but in I the guess world. It, I guess, but it's become so important to some of these people and brands. You have to understand that Star Wars is no good anymore, and it has to change. And the only thing good is Mandalorian, and that's it. I don't have to accept that at all. I can tell you that for as much as this guy's complaints about Rogue One, I'm like, that's the exact same thing as Mandalorian. Yeah. If you're going to tell me that you don't like Solo because it's fan service, you better hate the second season of Mandalorian. <laughs> right. Because that is that, that entire script was just two words, fan service, go. Mm-hmm. You know, for half of the Boba Fett episode, fan service, go. That's okay. Give it to, give it to Robert Rodriguez, and he just takes it like, oh, Boba Fett's got to be a badass now, right? Okay, cool. Slave One shows up. The Razor just gets destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> And millions and millions of fans, and, and thousands suddenly. of fans who just spent five hundred dollars on a little razor crest went no, um, <laughs> screamed out at one. That's what. The only time I almost just dirty like pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. I need to say this. And you imagine all those people that just paid three hundred and fifty bucks for a razor crest like last week that had their money collected, watch this and watch the thing they just bought. They thought was going to be an iconic ship of multiple seasons. Just watch it explode into a billion pieces. <laughs> And have the freaking slave one just, <laughs> he's got him in it. <laughs> I, was thinking, oh, I was thinking the same man. thing. I was like, anyway. thank God I didn't get that thing. Oh, yeah. I was. Um, anyway. Yeah, we. I know we've been going on this a while. And it, it's a subject that. It's almost an hour. It's a subject that's very sensitive to. I think the call is I, I this. I'll put it listeners. to you because you know you know people in in you know more people in entertainment or entertainment adjacent than me. I would love to interview someone of that community with this topic. How do you feel as a member of the LGBTQ plus community when you see a straight man play a gay, uh, mm. a, a real gay person, real gay person play a a a role, a biographical role of a of a gay person. How do you feel when Sean play, Sean Penn plays Milk, right? Who is a, an icon in the gay community for everything he did for them? How upset would you be? You know, because again, how upset would you be as a as a as an African American black man to see a white person play Martin Luther King in a movie? Because oh, he's the best. But, but exactly, we don't think. But that's that's no, a part of where, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's that's a realistic question but, to ask someone. Can you be authentic as an actor or an actress? Playing an LGBTQ plus role 
when you're not. We assume so with race. There's no way a white person can authentically play Martin Luther King. Why can a straight person play Freddie Mercury? Okay, well, look at Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. There's the same thing. Right, but... He won an Oscar for it. Especially at that time. Well, uh, Sean Penn won an Oscar for Milk. Um, Did he win or was he nominated? I know he's, he's nominated. You can look and see it, but I'm pretty sure. I don't sure. believe he won. Thumbs over there is going for it. No, he's not. He's just twiddling oh. his thumbs. <laughs> literally twiddling <laughs> his thumbs. I thought he was just clicking. And, <laughs> well, I guess I'm doing yeah, it you now. Want to stop twiddling him and use him for something useful. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you would have put... Blue shirt. If you would have put an actor in that role... Matter of fact, uh, Antonio Banderas was his... his Boyfriend, or wasn't he? I don't know. In Philadelphia? I believe so, or I think uh, somewhere like that. But if you didn't have those two actors in those roles, maybe maybe Antonio's role you could have given to somebody that was... Yes, yeah, Sean Penn won the Oscar for his... Okay. Thank you very much. Um, if you would have had somebody else in the I don't Tom... don't care about the Oscars. <laughs> if you, I know. If you had somebody else in Tom Hanks's role in that, that movie would not have gotten the acclaim it got... Right. And I, I don't mean I don't mean to claim as far as awards because whatever actor was in there could have possibly still won the mm-hmm. Oscar for it. But no I one mean, would have seen that the movie. recognition that it got. The flip side of your statement is if they made that film today, how much would Tom Hanks be absolutely crucified for playing a gay character? Sure, that's that's what I'm talking. About. I know. I understand. Someone else got to be in that chair. Yes, because that's the I, I want. I'm speaking of authenticity. I want to talk to someone who is authentically a part of that community. And ask those questions as a way to seek a greater understanding how someone, mm-hmm. again, not, not he's, that person is not speaking for the whole community. Again, geeks in the brand. You're not speaking for the whole brand. Right. When you're a Star Wars fan, it's like, every Star Wars film that ever has been made after Empire Strikes Back is a piece of dung. You're not talking for everybody. That's you. You got to internalize some of this. You got to personalize this type of stuff. You know, we can talk about box office numbers. We talk with box office numbers doesn't mean the Transformers 4 is any good. Mm-hmm. You can legitimately, you can just look at it and go, that is not good. That is not a good film. There's nothing on there is good. Nothing. There's nothing in this film's good. I could have made this film different. I'm an inventor. I could have invented this film differently. Uh, God. That's terrible. Sure is. Um, no. <sighs> I think that's something to do before okay. the end of June. If, we can, if, if there's someone that can come on and... I'll see what I can do. I have someone here that we can... You know, interrogate. Uh, but what about like some of those DC and Marvel films? I know that you know Captain Marvel might be you know if they're going to go that route. They've talked about it within the movie. Um, but do you think? I mean, you know, are we going to start seeing more and more? L, uh, you know. LGBT? Yes, and you're still going to see more and more people like take that out of my. That doesn't need to be there. I know we got the Star Wars, uh, but Rise that's the Skywalker, thing. You're going to put it in there, and, and people freaked out, and and we'll we'll see what they do. It's it's the problem when you have source material. It's like oh, the source material that character isn't gay. That's not the yeah. same thing. The source material doesn't mean we don't make changes. Yeah, I read Jurassic Park eight times. I saw that movie twenty times. Not the same thing. It took the source material and adapted it. So uh, Apple is uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> transition. <laughs> I mean, that's what we need, like in the MK voice. <laughs> transition. I think I was trying to figure out a, a segue button where it's like segue. Yeah, but the thing, like, that's not a segue. That's, <laughs> that's, that's like this is this is a straight transition. That's a, trans, that's a train wreck right into the next one. Um, so Apple's introducing share play over other streaming services such as. 
Disney Plus, Hulu, things like that. Is this the end? I mean, is this starting to be a streaming cable service in a way? Isn't you knew that, it was coming. Isn't that Amazon? I mean, you, you can go through the Amazon Fire Stick yeah, but to get all those other ones. Yes. You can do it on Amazon, you're too. You're installing those apps on the uh, Fire Stick. Right. But don't, can't you get in them on, off of the Amazon app, too? Like, if you go into the Amazon Prime app, doesn't it give you Just access like the, to cable channels the and stuff? cable channels, no, uh, not like your streaming service. No, yeah, I'm saying... But that's what I'm saying. So you can, you, can, you can get a cable channel through Amazon Prime, right? Through their app. Yeah. Through the app. Yeah. You have to, but this you have is, this to download different. that cable company's app or whatever. So, like, History Channel, for example. If I wanted to watch History Channel... On the Fire Stick, I would have to download the History Channel app. If I go into the in. if I go into Amazon Prime mm-hmm. on my Fire Stick, it allows me it gives me the option to actually watch channels. No, 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 no that's not what I'm talking about. This is this is uh, Apple saying that the Bad Batch just showed up on uh, Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, go, this will take you there. That's oh. exactly what I'm saying with Amazon. If you want to watch the History mm-hmm. Channel. Off of Amazon Prime while I'm in the app, not the Fire Stick. If I go into the app on my Roku, I can then go from the Amazon Prime app to a cable oh. channel. I don't know about things. that because I, I just use it through the Fire Stick. And the Fire Stick itself, you have to have the separate apps. No, I know. Apps, I have that too. But right. I don't know if you go through Amazon specific app, if it's, you can just. But when you're up on Apple, it's, it, and this is. And Apple TV, we're talking about, you know. This just sounds like you this know, isn't this isn't like Apple similar to what like Disney Plus has the the group watch or something like that. That was what I feel by reading the article for this is that's what it is. It's basically More just grouping your watching. just sync all your apps to one place, right? And then you can yeah, but that's get what, when you have your friends and whatnot to watch you know but as you can do that anyway it. with you know whether you have <laughs> hey here's my password you know all right you ready no Three, but i mean two, i mean one <laughs> yeah i guess the difference would be if you're what if i'm watching it on a roku and he's watching it on a fire stick we can't do that right but we should be able to do that because it's the same app well That's some the of the thing. apps already have that within the app yeah. like disney plus for example yes it doesn't matter it. it doesn't matter how you get disney plus whether it's built into your tv you're getting it through apple you Play, have that option to do a group through, watch yeah. basically or a party the or app. whatever. Because that's the thing. It's not, it's not the fact that you go into... If you pay for Apple, you're going to be able to watch Disney Plus stuff right. on it without having to pay for Disney I Plus. I think Apple is just trying to streamline it to make it all in like a central location. And that's what this share play is. But I feel like if you have a Roku or a Fire Stick, but that's I think what it, it is already. But isn't... Uh, yeah, I think it's... Yeah, where if we want to have a party chat and everybody watch the movie, you know, we can sit there and do that now. That's what that's what we've been saying though. Right. Some of these apps already have that built into them. Yes. Yeah. So it's nothing new per se, but it's like Apple is like, let's get all your streaming services somewhere centralized where you don't I have to have. look around. Hey, do you want to go to Hulu right now, and we can right. both watch? Yeah. So, well, then it's like a waiting room. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we probably should have researched this before we. Talked. <laughs> well, no, I I did read a little bit about it, but. That's what it just seemed to me is it Apple's creating something to centralize all your apps somewhere to make it easier and then it's also just anywhere wa- somewhere in the- yeah somewhere in the cloud uh, but it's also to allow you to watch that stuff through FaceTime that's what that's the whole something thing. like that yeah which going back to my previous point 
is the same thing as like Disney Plus. Right. No, yes. that's what it is. The share play has nothing to so. do with Apple Play. It has to do with the fact that the new update in the iOS 15 uh, for FaceTime, new set of features designed for shared experience, co-watching TV shows, TikTok videos, listening to music together, you can share more. While on a FaceTime call, feature called SharePlay enables real-time connections with family and friends while you're hanging out on FaceTime. I'll explain by integrating across the apps from within the call itself. Because so I can see this, your face while you're no, watching what, what and see does, how you react. Yeah. The thing is, is so what this does is actually what the mic'd up sports app that we've used through the Puck Podcast does the same thing. So you start Rise of Skywalker. Right. And then everybody else starts Rise of Skywalker. Through the FaceTime, it'll listen to your audio. And sync it. And it'll sync it. That's all it is. <laughs> that would be suck if you if you're the person behind. Well, and that's you're the sitting thing. there watching, and you have to have. I'm not there yet. <laughs> you have to have a major. Basically, one person hosts it. Right. Everybody that host is actually behind everybody else. It stops. This is what the mic'd up app does. So if if Eddie's hosting and we're watching a game, I turn my sound up. It hears my TV say, you know, interference call at seventeen fifteen. Three seconds later, it hears Eddie's TV. It yeah. stops my my stream for three seconds, right? To let Eddie catch up to where I am, and now we're at the same time. It God, works. It works ten percent of the time. That's the problem. Is we have to manually sync all the time, and it doesn't. It, it's hard to do because if he's watching on Direct TV, I'm watching on Direct TV. Someone else is watching on Spectrum Cable. Someone else is watching on NHL TV through their their computer. We're all, it's impossible to sync. It's not true live. <laughs> well, you see it So what here. happens is, yeah, your TV in this room is 10 seconds faster than that one or whatever, yeah. or the other way around. So what ends up happening is it has to designate a host that's behind everybody else. Once everybody's there, great. The problem that it has is when you have updates on your phone. And so you get the update on your phone that says, Vegas scored, scored a goal in the game you're watching, and you look up and go, I got like another 30 seconds before this happens. Because the last time we did the mic dump, I was, I was 36 <laughs> seconds ahead of Eddie. Ooh, yeah. that's a lot. That's what, Because that's how slow his 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 internet was yeah. or whatever. So I have to wait that thing. I had to turn my phone off. Completely. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, you can't because you're on the app. But I had to like make sure I wasn't looking at it and seeing mm-hmm. ding, 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 ding. This happened, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. Um the difference with that is it's a text thing. There's just one host. That's the video. And then everybody else is texting. This is a way that everyone's in the same video. Yeah. So we could all be at home watching the stuff that we never watch here <laughs> because we don't ever decide on what to watch. And then we start watching and we just start talking anyway. So it's like no point watching. Or you it. get the text. Dude, I'm watching G.I. Joe. Shit. Now I'm watching. I fell asleep in the middle of the second Worlds Upon Worlds last night. That one is interesting because it, that's the one where they that's go to the one, multiple. Yeah. They go to the the other world and Steeler goes crazy. Yeah, I I remembered watching that when it, a couple of years ago, or whatever it might have been when the Discovery had their channel. So in the first episode, the Baroness's troops are basically in bikinis. Yeah, and they have the helmet and they have like an armor breastplate on. In the second episode, they're in it's skin tight, but it's the standard Cobra uniform. So they have basically a, a full body suit leotard on. And I remember watching like, oh, boy, they changed that quick, didn't they? <laughs> and I was watching to think, like, did they change that halfway through again? Because you, know, you never have the same animators. You have a lot of different animators working on the same episode. Well, I saw So you'll see changes. Night. There's something like with Destro where he has his rockets in one shot, and the next one he doesn't because someone else is writing it or drawing it. Last night I was watching the episode where Dusty 
uh, goes double agent or triple agent. It's only like the same ten episodes I keep running into. It's <laughs> very weird. And there's a flash when when uh, Flint and Lady J are coming up trying to save him. There's a flash where it goes from Flint Duke Flint. Yeah. <laughs> like what? They're probably missing a cell. They're like, let's put Duke in there. <laughs> they sort of look the same. Um, but yes, that would be like this. The, instead of us just watching it and texting each other, you can't break windows on a C one thirty at twenty nine thousand feet and not have everybody sucked out of these little portholes. We would be facetiming, going, "Hey, they can't break windows on a C one thirty at twenty nine thousand feet and not get sucked through the air hole." Uh, yeah. We need because they had one. They had one. The the last one is oh maybe when I woke back up because I, I had yeah. about well you don't because we? you're not gonna. Um, we don't, don't actually want to wa- know what you're watching. The first, I, I think I woke back up because I, I, I fell asleep while I was watching it. I think I woke back up and it was like the first episode from Sunbow because mm-hmm. it's, it's Beachhead like walking around getting pissed off at everyone like this Joe team sucks. And that's the first one where, cause they also introduced Hawk in that one. Yeah. And it's Flint, you know, you know, like that's it, a rise be- or Panto rise. Uh, Beachhead is, is it? Yeah. So Beachhead says like, if I were in charge and Flint just going, cause, but you're not. If it goes Hawk, then Duke, then me, then you. And that's the point where I was like, that's where I'm Cause I remember like, he was like fourth in command. Yeah. Yeah. And I looked at him like, he shouldn't be. He's yeah. like a sergeant. Like Captain Gridiron is actually, he's a captain well, for God's sake. Duke's a sergeant. Duke's a sergeant. The, the, the way they always explain it. I mean, obviously it's, it's a, it's a special forces. It's team. a special forces unit. I mean, they talk about. There was an article that I read years and years ago. It was in a men's magazine. It was like you know, outdoor hunter or something, or military or something. And they talk about tier one operatives that they all have ranks, but once you're in the field, it doesn't matter. It's whoever right. has the most experience. My grandfather was a sergeant over and over and over again. And even the lieutenants in his group were like, the lieutenant tells you where to go. The sergeant tells you how to get home. Yeah, you know. So out in the field, the lieutenant would be looking at my grandpa or the other sergeant, like, what the hell do we do? Yeah. I went to school. You've been fighting the Japanese for two years. What do we do? Well, that's funny. Obviously, Lieutenant, just step back. Just, yeah, just just move away. Um, but yes, he was listed as a first sergeant. It's it's Hasbro not knowing anything because technically, oh, even, I was like, I started thinking, how the hell did we get on this? Because yeah. um, technically, by the second when Duke's there, obviously Ace outranks him. Yeah. Wild Bill outranks him. He's a Falcon warrant officer. Him well, no, but I mean, it, yeah, but it, when he's introduced, yeah, um, you have Hawk, who's a colonel. You have Ace, who's an who's a captain in the Air Force. You have Wild Bill, who was a warrant mm-hmm. officer uh, as a pilot in the army. And I think there's there's one more that I'm not thinking of. It might have been now. Stalker was listed as a sergeant. Stalker was a sergeant. It might have, it might be it was later, but then you get the. Kill holes in, or no, not uh, Scarlet never had a Scarlet's a sergeant. Everyone there was a sergeant. Yeah, everybody was a sergeant, and then there was like two characters. It was one that was a lieutenant, and then Hawk was a was a colonel, and that was it. Um, uh, well, Flint's a warrant officer. Flint is a warrant officer as well. So if you do it by rank, is, if you do it by rank, once he becomes a general, yeah, Hawk is the general. He would be right next to Kill Hall, who yeah. is an admiral, <laughs> and then you have captains, colonels. You know, no, you have colonels, the yeah, captains, the colonel, because the, the captains, you, you'd have captain as ace, captain gridiron was a captain, was listed as a mm-hmm. captain. Um, I think there's a listing of ranks, so we'll do it later. What's his name that drives the whale? Cutter, Cutter, Cutter. I, th- I think Cutter might have been a lieutenant. He was something. I don't I remember. Yeah. yeah, 
We'll look it up when we're done. Well, even I'll Fal- do it now. But it was, wasn't Falcon? Falcon was a lieutenant. He, no, but wasn't he Duke's younger brother? Or? Yes. And he, yeah, he was actually was outranked. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was because it's funny because those are the ones that when they lost those names. Yeah. So in the in the modern ones, it's Lieutenant Falcon. Uh, yeah, Stalker's a sergeant because they had to call him Sergeant Stalker. Um, Ace became Captain Ace because they couldn't use Ace by itself anymore. Yeah. Oh my God. It's a major in there too somewhere. There's it's not a major few. Blood. So share play. Share play's over. We're done. We're doing share play right now. <laughs> um, so Lord of the Rings has an anime coming out. It doesn't have an anime coming out. It has the anime coming out. Because <laughs> when I first read it, I'm like, wait, why are they doing the Battle of Helm's Deep? Oh wait, wait, it's just the Battle Helm. Oh, it's Helm Helm. It's the the statue of the horn, the yes. horn of Helm 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 Helm. Helm Hammerhand will so sound excited in the he can't deep. even say the name. I can't. Well, there's too many H's. There's too many M's. We'll sound in the deep one more, one last time. We get to see Helm's Deep again. We get to see Lord of the Rings, you know, orcs, goblins, whatever, and people on the wall, and swords, and arrows, and it's going to be awesome. Which means it's probably going to suck, but it's going to be awesome. But aren't they working with Peter Jackson's crew? I don't think they are because it's it's animated. I mean, but I mean, trying to keep it within that same realm. Yes, because it's that's the story of Helm's Deep. Yes. The reason it's Helm's that's Deep why they is can do because the king, this. King Hammerin, built it as a refuge. Yes, for for the for the um, for the Rohan people for the Rohirrim. Oh, it sounds so cool. It's like three years away. Two years. I know. Away? It's so long. there it is. Come on, man. We'll get the we'll draw get the Amazon show before that. Draw some stuff. Like, how do I get nineteen seasons of you know Cretaceous Park or what? Camp Cretaceous. Already, you're like 95 episodes of that. But you're telling me this isn't going to be ready. So after 40 years, we're getting the Lord of the Rings animated series. Yeah, we have already established that it's going to take well, 40 more years. than 40 years. 40 years, we're getting to go back to the He-Man Masters of the Universe. That was continuation from the 80s. Thanks to Kevin Smith. That's the weird part for me is to update it, but make it the continuation of the 80s TV show. Not in that same style. You, you should have done in the same style? No. The fact that you want to continue the really campy, nothing matters oh. 80s TV show. When the, the same thing with like people talking about G.I. Joe Resolute was a continuation of the cartoon. I'm like, it can't be. The first thing you open on is Major Blood <laughs> dead on yeah. a flagpole, for God's sakes. So it'll be interesting to see how close they go to the tone not necessarily the style. The style is very the style is very anime. It's very, it's actually more like the early two thousands He Man style. Yes, but if it's a direct continuation, be interesting to see what the tone is. Yes, you watch the trailer and the trailer is like, dude, this is badass. The trailer was amazing. I mean, but again, you can make a, anything can make a good trailer. Sure. You got enough cut shots and you got enough like. Long shots, you see Triclops, and then it goes back, and you just see him like all in his bare chested, bare legged glory. Like, you're like, yeah, this is awesome. And then you watch it, and you're like, that's dumb. <laughs> so we get the Maybe. first five episodes in July of the of the of it. Then we get the next five. I think they said in next July, no October or something. It is split up for the first season. Yes, that's yeah. very odd to do it like that because they're not done. I know. That's the thing. Well, no, I know. Yeah. It's I, just... I think at this point they were like they can't wait until October to release all of them. Yeah. And the other thing, this is when I saw that I'm like, hmm, 
It's almost as if Netflix has figured out that maybe we shouldn't drop everything at the same time so that people keep coming back to Netflix well, to watch stuff. That's what I'm saying is you have five episodes, so the, ideally that could be five weeks. Why not release? I don't think they're ready to do that. Netflix, episode. you're not going to, you're not going to do that. that. They've done it with other shows, though. That's the Netflix thing. has never dropped anything. Yeah. Really. What do they drop weekly? They've done. I've seen shows done the thing that says releases weekly. I want to say I Firefly Lane was, but I, I'm there's a few. It's not, not. It's not a lot. That's the thing. Is it can be a few. You're not. You're gonna not going to have. This. You're not going to have a major project like this. You got to wean people into it. This is what Amazon did. We're going to drop three episodes of The Boys, and then we're going to give you six more weekly. Mm. We're going to do first two episodes of Invincible. And then the rest are going to be weekly, and release like nine hours early. Like, come on, Disney Plus, just give me Bad Batch like at eight o'clock. Like, I can't stay up till midnight. I fell asleep like at ten thirty watching that stupid thing, and I woke up in the morning like, well, I got to go to work. Just can't watch this. I watched I watched Loki at four o'clock in the morning or whatever. <laughs> um, so it may be the start of the test to try and. Get people to wean off the idea that we're just going to drop everything. But the problem is when they don't, every week, two seasons of The Boys. Why didn't they just give us the whole thing? Why do we have to watch it? I don't want to do it. Yes, you're you're probably the majority. You're going to be in the minority eventually. I think we've seen people a little more vocal about, I like weekly. I'm okay with this. I don't Mm -hmm. need to binge everything. Because if you want to wait, you can wait. Yes, you're going to have WandaVision ruined. Yes, you're going to have Bad Batch ruined. Yes, you're going to have The Boys ruined. But you know how you don't get it ruined? Watch it. And that's what Amazon wants you to do. Amazon doesn't want you to watch it for nine hours on a Friday. They want you to watch nine weeks on a Friday. You watch an hour. That's all they need is to get in and do it. And I think mm-hmm. that's the other thing is if you're binging something, you're not going to accept commercials. You're not going to accept advertisements. Like if you got to binge something and the start of every single episode is a Toyota commercial and the middle of every single episode is a is a is a insurance commercial on the end of every episode is a beer commercial you're not going to accept that week right. by week where you you know you're going to watch three ads before the show starts okay week by okay i can do that week by week i'm not going to i'm not going to add you know the shows are already let's say they're a pure hour and there's nine episodes i got nine episodes plus i have to watch 35 minutes of commercials no that's that's not what I signed up for. Mm. But you tell me it's an hour and three minutes every week because there's three minutes of commercials, you know, three commercials in a minute each. Okay. I think mm. more people are accepting it, and people are still going to be mad. At the point when ads come well, in. The reason I say mad. that is because if Netflix is splitting off, and let's say, what, five episodes gets you maybe to the beginning of August. So you, from the beginning of August to October, whenever they release those next five episodes – it creates a lull that people who watched it but weren't sure, like, do I like this or not, kind of gets them disinterested. They may not finish those next five episodes. Whereas, well, you know, they're if, done. Oh, well, I'm, oh. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I understand. They, they won't finish watching it. Right. I, I'm, I misunderstood. So, I mean, it also has to do with the toys coming out. Well, this. that could be that, too. But, the, but if they decided... Wrong. The thing is, no, all those are good reasons, and they're probably reasons yeah. that went through Amazon executives' heads. But someone there said, we can't start with this. It'll be interesting to see how they drop Stranger Things 4. Yes. 4. Yes. I'm sure they'll put it all together because they are going to be very scared because now they're the only one that does it, mm. that doesn't do weekly now. You have almost every other major service. HBO Max series gives you a week. Uh, Disney Plus, obviously, is weekly. Um, Peacock, uh, I think, uh, doesn't. Peacock, Peacock may not. Peacock doesn't have a lot of original content, so that doesn't matter. Um 
Amazon. Amazon gives you a small clump and then weekly. Their models are all weekly. Netflix is the holdout of those major services that still gives you the drop. Mm -hmm. And as much as I'm super happy to watch all eight episodes of Camp Cretaceous on a Sunday, I can, I'm perfectly fine with it being weekly too, Mm -hmm. because at each week you've got something to look forward to. I think they're afraid of the kind of me last week going on Saturday night. You're like, do you watch Bad Batch? Oh, yeah. That came out, didn't it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a sale today. That's all I've been doing. I worked 12 hours a day yeah, before. For something like Sweet Tooth, which, you know, is the new one that's on Netflix. It's doing very well. It's very good. If you drop that once a week, or even you could even do a different thing and drop two a week, you know, you're going to entice people more. It's not a one and done type thing. I think you have to get the reason they don't do it is they have to get over what's what are you going to do? What what's the project you do that with? Do you do something that's been insanely popular like Stranger Things and like you know people are going to show up anyway? Do something something new like Sweet Tooth or He Man. You're going to get people who are like I'm not going to watch this. It's not done. Like yeah. you can't just give me one episode. I don't even know what into- this is. Like, oh, I watched the first two episodes, but I don't like it. So I am I have a week to decide if I'm going to continue watching. I think a lot of people will decide within. I mean, I, yeah. I watched the two episodes of Utopia. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'll watch the next one. In the middle of watching the next one, they said there's no second season. I guess I'm not watching this anymore because they want to watch it in the first place. And I think that's it. it, it to them, it might be something that are you putting your gum on everything. It's not it's gum. Disgusting. It's not gum. And what are you chewing it for? <laughs> I don't know. It's soft. So it's. <laughs> Gum. I don't, I don't know. know. It's, it's soft. It's putty. Yeah, it's still been in your mouth. This doesn't make it gum because it's been in my mouth. It's got saliva and grossness, and you're putting it all over the roadcaster. I don't care my. if you're the only one that touches it. That's disgusting. My goodness. That's terrible. He's going to spit on it at this point. Um, so I don't. I, I think if they're going to do that at some point, I think they will. Obviously, I'm wrong. I'm wrong about everything. That they pick something like Stranger Things that people... People are going to be upset, but they're still going to watch it. You've already invested three seasons into it. You're probably not going to grow with the fourth one. Put the fourth one out there and see if this works. And if it works, then you start saying, Sweet Tooth Season 2 is going to be once a week. We're going to do He-Man Season 2 is going to be once a week. We have 12 episodes over the course of three months. And you're going to watch each one. You're going to rewatch some of them. A look at WandaVision. How many episodes did you rewatch like nine times in between? Four of them? Five of them? Four or five. Yeah. yeah. And you're just, I'm just going to watch it again. I'm just going to watch it again. I'm just going to watch it again. And I just watched it once. And then I saw the next one. I'm like, yeah, I remember the last one. Um, so, yeah, I, I I think that's where it's coming. The five and five, I think, is just production. Well, speaking of one division. One division. Segway. We're not getting a season two, according to Elizabeth Olsen. Okay. Did anyone think we were? Let's 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 flip it. As far there are no plans for a season two. Let's talk okay, about that one. Because we'll again, no if someone comes into the office and says, I got a great idea for one division season two, yeah, oh wow, this is gonna make a lot of money. Hey, hey Elizabeth, yeah, what's up? You want ten million dollars to do a TV show? Yep. I'll see you next week. But maybe but it could have been that no she's plan. just throwing a swerve off, so then it's not going to be no, I think WandaVision. When you watch, it could be yeah. the vision That's or the, the thing, Vision Wanda. The thing that we said on the thread and the thing that I said was the the Disney Plus gives them a fluidity that we've seen in the films. Mm-hmm. We have an Avengers film that's called Captain America Civil War. 
That's not a Captain America movie. It deals with him and his and his friend Bucky, but every Avenger shows up that's on the planet. <laughs> Black Widow has a, has a co-starring role in Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Hulk has a co-starring role in Thor Ragnarok. Their fluidity of we're not just going to put the character that you that's on the title screen in it allows you to change things. And when you're put, when you're putting in a movie, you have to tell everybody this is a Captain America movie. All the Avengers show up. This is a Captain. America. I think with Disney Plus and the way that the MCU has grown, you don't have to do that. Right. As you said, like we can have just a vision series. Yeah. About white vision, <coughs> the 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 white colored version of vision. <laughs> um which, but also, I mean, remember, Paul Bettany said that he probably wasn't going to play Vision well, again. Paul Bettany says he's not under contract right now yeah. either. Again, not under contract doesn't mean anything. Right. It's not like he can't sign a new contract. Right. Well, he there are right now he he doesn't know of any plans for right. It, no, he's he, actually forgotten his signature, so he can't yeah. physically. It's sign okay. Another Disney contract. can do it. Uh, they have everyone's a bank account because they just have been hired the same four actors to do all four of their franchises. Um. <laughs> Can't wait till Goldblum shows up in a Star Wars movie. That's gonna be amazing. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to find a new bank account. All those numbers are in the computer. So Elizabeth Olsen can say that there's not a second season of Wandavision, but it doesn't mean we're not. I mean, obviously, we're gonna see her character again. We know she's in. Yes, the, but that also sparked another in. thing was that because she said there's no plans to do a second season, it suddenly. I saw like three or four threads. They just gave away that Wanda dies in Doctor Strange because she's not doing WandaVision 2. They missed the part where a whole bunch of people and people with Disney, with Marvel, have said there's not a planned second season for any of these. Right. Yeah. There's no Falcon Winter Soldier second season. There might be a Cap second season. Oh, no, wait. There's a Captain America movie. Yeah. This leads into it. We'll see where Loki takes us. It doesn't mean there's a second. There could be a second season of Loki. Loki could show up in a film. Loki yeah. could die. That's the th- when you have all these options now and these ways to tell stories on these different platforms. Mm-hmm. It gives you the option to do a lot of these things. And again, it makes you do them faster too. I mean, look at what we'd never get a Hawkeye movie. No, but we have something like it now. We'd never get a Loki movie. Mm-hmm. We have something. Probably wouldn't have gotten a Wandavision one. No, here it is. Falcon and Winter Soldier is the only thing I look at and go, I could see them have made that a film. It would be very different. Sure. There'd be a lot more action. Red Wing might show up more than two episodes. He shows up on a lot of them, I know. It's just a joke. <laughs> Calm down. Um, so it's just they have those options to do these different mm-hmm. things. That's the what, what excites you now with Star Wars is it's not just a movie. We're getting, and it's not just animated. Now we have live action, and we have animated, and we movies are coming. We have the one thing that they kept talking about, you know, when Star Wars seemed to come back again, was a TV series. We're going to get a TV series. Yeah, until Rick Rick uh, McCallum and George Lucas went on G4, and Rick McCallum's like, so I ran the numbers by George, and I think he had a heart attack. This is going to cost $20 million an episode. Oh, my God. Disney's like, whatever. Yeah. How many how many episodes? 20? Sure. $400 million? Let's just do it. But even... But, he, even with you know the change we've had with television since Lucas announced it. Oh yeah, no, that was ten years ago. Yeah, that he kind of said no. It's not. Now, if there was a streaming service, then I guarantee we would have had whatever he had planned for yeah. that. I TV mean, this series. is this is this was Disney's plan. Fifty episodes. That would think have been about five it. Five seasons. Disney was one of the first companies to have a channel, mm-hmm. have a brand that had its own channel. 
you know, Nickelodeon had it too. Nickelodeon's brand was that channel. You took a movie right. brand, a theme park brand, a storybook brand, a comic book brand for all these type of things. We said, we're going to put it as a channel. If you like that stuff, you're going to like what's on here. But we're also going to do brand new series with brand new characters, and it's going to have a vibe to it and all that. This is the same thing they have here now. It's right. like now everything that we have, with it, you can't own that much product and not have some place where you can put it out for mm-hmm. something in, in this modern era. And because it's just... It's too, well, we'd it's probably too never get a Miss Marvel show. You probably would never get a She-Hulk. You, yeah, you're not going to get a She-Hulk movie. You're not going to get a Kamala Khan. I'll take that back. You could get a Kamala Khan movie, but this is a great way to explore it. I don't know if that movie is going to do justice, as we talk about representation, to her background as well as a TV series would. Right. We've had one episode of Loki, and it's given us more into that character than a lot of the movies he's been in if you combine oh totally so just go right and it also but it also but it's also a scene you probably would have never had in a film right unlikely to have in a film Mm -hmm. because it's not in the middle of like two warring entities trying to kill each other and they, they do a great job of having those pieces lead up to this so yeah there's loki Thank you for listening to <laughs> Welcome to my I've show. seen one major complaint about Loki right now. I can see I've seen a bunch of it of it. Just as the same thing. The DB Cooper thing. It's boring. It's this. It's the I So yeah, we'll talk about Loki. I enjoyed the hell out of it. I did too. It's a huge info dump because it has to be. You gotta yes. get all this stuff out of the way. They do it the same way. Well you're you're they, introducing they, a they complete do, new entity. They do it, it the same way that the Beyonder does it with Thor. Yeah. He's going through the Tron experience. Battle World is the place where this is in the Beyonder does this. It's the storytelling in Black Panther. Let's let's get it done. Let's go. Yeah. All right, this meteor fell. It's a metal. It's awesome. Go. Um so there's a lot there. Miss Minutes is you know, Mr. DNA. Yes. It gives you this is what the TVA is, and then we get the little pieces to really understand. Do you like what that the TVA, TVA is. is done in like a sixties? It's a nineteen seventies office seventies. Yeah, it's a nineteen yeah. seventies office building. We knew that as soon as you saw that first thing of Loki in that suit. Yeah, that's like a seventies ass suit, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be cool. Yep. Um, it, it's my thing for Loki is, and I said this might be the series I was most excited for simply because I absolutely adore Tom Hiddleston as Loki. Yes. And I can't wait to, and it does exactly what I was hoping for. It gives you a, it's Loki confronting who he is, mm-hmm. which is in the films. That's Ragnarok where Thor finally gives up in the elevator and says, well, you're always going to be Loki. You're always going to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You know, we should go our separate ways. When he says, when he tells me, it's just better if we go our separate ways. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Loki. Wait, what? No, I didn't expect you to agree to that. We're brothers. We're Nah, you're always going to be this guy. And then to come back as the hero at the end and give us the Loki that invades New York. To give us the Loki that, um, that becomes the hero that brings back the ship to save the Asgardians. But to also be the Loki who steals the Tesseract again. Yeah, and doesn't tell Thor. Like, by the way, I stole the Tesseract out of there. It's gone. It's foundations that can be rebuilt. Oh no, those foundations are gone. <laughs> um, God, I want Cork to be in this show. Um, it, like, the fact they give you a bit of a cop out. It's the Loki that's been arrested. He's been a villain through two films. 
um, with a little bit, not really a redemption arc, but the idea that he's conflicted. There's always the scene. In- well, he does have a redemption arc because he 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 sacrifices himself for Thor at the end of our, uh, Infinity War. No, no, no. That's this what- Loki is not him. This no, Loki, no, no, no. Yes, that's, that's what yes. I'm saying. This Loki is still the villain. We have not right. seen his redemption. He hasn't seen his redemption arc. Okay, there we go. Um, but you've seen... The, the underling, when he's off the bridge, yes. he's falling. I could have done it. I could have been the king. And he lets himself go. The the scene in Avengers where Thor says, you know, stop this madness. And he looks at him and says, I can't. Yeah. You don't, you don't understand. Even if I wanted to, I can't. I have to see this through. Well, that's the Loki we get. And the Loki that is bombastic. And uh, this is my purpose. And this is yes. me. And this is godly. And I am ripped my God, man! Everybody in that damn universe is ripped. They shoot his stupid clothes off. Like, God, man, he's got it's just what the hell? Because do you not Don't, understand that they tell the actor or the actor reads the script? I've got to take my shirt off. No, I'm a superhero. I'm going to be ripped. It's. The, I think that's Marvel's plan is to get all of America ripped by just giving everybody <laughs> movie roles. Every all three hundred and sixty million I'll people. Ra- I'll fit three, for America, yeah, Marvel Universe stuff. You don't need Arnold Schwarzenegger running the presidential thing on fitness or whatever. Give me Kevin Feige. Just gives every single person in America a role, and there's going to be Disney gyms on every single <laughs> corner. You don't have a job anymore. Disney pays you to work out this all sound, the time. Do you, does any of this sound bad to you? No. It's just like the one that's like, where oh, you get the utopia. It, when, when you have, the, you know, the former Cheeto in chief talking about Disney how terrible utopia. it would be. How bad would it be if you had taco trucks on every corner? It wouldn't. It would be awesome. That's what we want. Give me a taco truck on every corner. And if you drive down Sepulveda after five o'clock, let me tell you. You can walk up Sepulveda and have seven different times of ta- seven types of tacos and shawarma. It's and insane. Se- and seven different times. Times of tacos. Yeah, seven times you get seven tacos. Okay, so Loki. Seven, I have seven tacos for seven brothers. Loki doesn't have any tacos. Loki has all of the tacos. You know. So the, 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 one we, the, the Loki we get is the prisoner Loki. The Loki we get is the villain Loki. The Loki we get is the one who hasn't, doesn't know his future until it's shown to him. This is all the stuff that happens. You have well, to go it's not through. even shown to him. He he fast-forwards the rest of his life, basically. Well, there's parts that Mobius. are shown to him. Mobius starts to show it. No, no, Mobius shows him the moment up to him becoming a... Um, I have words. Mobius shows him up to the point where Freja dies. Yes. From there, yes, he goes yes, back yes. to it. He, he leaves. That's the point where he, because he's like, well, we're making progress. Why are you here to make me go away? And then they leave, and then Loki escapes. Yes. And he gets back to that room, and he watches the rest of it and realizes that part of his life and knows that's his future. And when Mobius comes back, you finally get to meet, you get Loki's truth. You get the truth of what all of these separate writers have written for Loki through these films. He's in mm-hmm. five of them. Right, three Thor films and two Avengers films. Obviously, one of them very small in Endgame. Yeah, but Endgame is super important because he makes the sacrifice play. Mm-hmm. He stands up to a literal god, or he th- believes himself to be a god, and he has he stands up to a demigod, and he loses his life for it. And he tells him, you know, and he dies as an Asgardian, as, as an Asgardian. That's a big part of it, where he says, and I'm, I'm a true, you know, a thing. And so Asgardians are the ones that just you yeah know, live in the um, hole underneath Asgard. Uh, no, the Asgardians are the one that just like have ass scares. 
Uh, I was going to go led by somebody named Gary. What's up? What's up, Paul? Goodness. (laughs) So you get a a great... (laughs) You do what these series do very well. What a lot of people liked about Winter Soldier in, in Falcon and Winter Soldier. What you get with Wanda. We finally see the aftermath of what they've been doing. Yes. This is sort of Loki's aftermath of something he hasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. In a way, he finally opens, he finally understands even more of himself and is able to admit the truth when Mobius comes back. And then you have a, a plot that you see four seconds of. Um, but I loved it. It looked cool. Well, they told him, they, you were getting the plot a little bit throughout. Yeah, yeah, no. That, 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 there, there's some time variant but killer that, out that's there. That's good for a first episode, though. Yes. You know? The, oh, it what, made you wanting to come back more. The, the thing for the first episode it gives you is, the catalyst of what the whole series yes, is. But it also it, it gives you all of the information in that first episode. That's yeah. the best. It's, it's okay. Let me tell you what's going on because we all saw Loki disappear. We had to show it to you again just to make sure in case you didn't see Endgame. If you're the one person on the planet Earth who didn't <laughs> see Endgame. And then, okay, let's go. And this is this place. And this is what this does. And this is super. And they're super powerful. Why are they powerful? They use Infinity Stones as paperweights. That's the only thing that I had a problem with. Really? Yes, because if the Infinity Stones to these people mean absolutely nothing, why the hell didn't they stop Endgame? And I know why. It has to happen. It's supposed to happen. I get it. But when you start introducing all these things that are more powerful than everything you've ever seen, every time in Star Wars we get a new Darth from the past, he always seems massively more powerful than Palpatine. You have to change the story to be Palpatine's the only one who had any patience. He was the only one that stopped right. and said, all right, I'm not going to kill everybody with a lightsaber. I'm going to kill everybody with blasters. Check this out. All these dudes belong to me. Go. I rule, I rule everything. It's great. Um, so that's a, that's a personal thing for me. Like when you keep trying to up the game. Yeah. Of, I know. Hey, the Infinity Stones were this thing that we made 20 films about. And they killed a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And then they were used to not kill a whole bunch of people, and then they were used to kind of kill some people, and then they did, and they were impossible to get, and everybody died. They don't mean anything. Not here. It's cool. It's it's funny, you know. And it obviously is the catalyst for Loki, reminding me of Vision picking up the hammer. Yeah, it's the reason for Loki to go like, oh, this isn't going to work. These guys are these guys are so freaking about you. Collect Infinity Stones like they're marbles in a bag. What am I doing? And that's what sends him back to the room, and he watches through the whole thing, and is like, okay. What do you want me to do? Do you like? Where am it? I supposed to go? You, where he you, says I can't go back. That's the biggest. That yeah. to me was such a meta thing. It's like I can't go back to be the person I was in those first two films. I just can't. And do also, it. man, I can't go back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. Wow. Wow. We were really uh, making some progress there. <laughs> do you like the fact that they revealed who they were hunting in this first one? I don't think they really reveal it. He says it, but it doesn't mean we have to take it as fact. He may be wrong. The more important, the, the funnier thing was when, <laughs> when they get to the church in France. You see who did it? Oh, it points yeah. to a red devil. I'm like, boom, it is Mephisto. <laughs> no. we, fought, we had to wait two freaking seasons for our did that little girl not look? Did that little girl not look like an Olsen? I wasn't sure she, she was looked even a like, girl. Looked like a little page boy to me. It looked like a, like Mary Kate. Her LGBT like, <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. Well, there is. Do you want to go into speculation? It can be anything. I mean, that's the thing. Is it can be Loki. They're, they're they're hunting female Loki. It could be female Loki. It could be a Loki from a different. You know, my thing is, I thought 
Loki's done this before. And this Loki is not the quote unquote true Loki. Yeah. Um, part of that is the fact that I'm reading Al Ewing and Jason Aaron's uh, Loki Agent of Asgard book. And that's what it is. There's two Lokis. There's kid Loki or teenage Loki who's tried to erase his past. And then the evil Loki is still there. Well, there's a lot of people. Back. There's a lot of people now thinking what you said, you know, that one of the things could happen or one of us said is that the show could end with him being kid Loki or teen Luke Loki. Teen I think I said it like super early. Yeah. Mm. Because, because where can, this is, you can do another be, show and you don't have to pay Tom Hiddleston to do it. But this is, this is also where you see that this show is about Loki coming to turn, you know, Loki throughout being Loki, you know, Loki coming to terms with himself. Depending again, we don't know exactly who it is. He could say that it's you because it's another God of mischief from a different pantheon. Sure. You know, we can, we can get, you know, the, the, the trickster God in the Greek pantheon or something or the Roman pantheon mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, Egyptian or you know something like that. It's likely a different version of Loki. If you watch the trailer, sure looks like we have a different Loki in there at some point because he seems to have a different attitude than the Loki we just saw. Right, mm-hmm. but it could be Loki reverting to Loki. My my kind of initial thing in thinking about it is is somewhere well into the past, you know, Viking gods are living on Earth and yada yada. That Loki has figured out how to travel through time. That Loki is not the Loki. That we have here, there's actually more than one because it, you can. He's a totem character. There has to be a god of mischief, right? Because remember, he's not as he's not as guardian. This is the true as guardian Loki. Hmm. It would be the, 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 the is the the Loki Leofson is a, is a false Loki. Yeah, because that also means his again feeling feeling the idea that a lot of this is about that. That truth of that character of Loki is finding out. It, it, it's the first one, the first Thor movie. When he finds out he's not Asgardian. Right. You find out he was picked up by Odin, and he sees it as a, as, a, as something bad. Like, you, you took pity on me instead of just letting me die. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I've always been this person. Um, and you didn't tell me the truth. My entire life, I thought I was Asgardian, and it turns out I'm a frost giant. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of that was kind of my idea. Is like this is this is the true Asgardian Loki, who's way more powerful than the Loki that Odin saves. That'd be interesting. And all of a sudden he's like, no, they just cloned him. Or something. It's gonna be something simple. Right. I had some far out theories for Wandavision. Let me tell you, none of those came true. <laughs> Everybody had some far out theories for Wandavision. Mephisto. When you texted lo- me, I would as love. Soon as, I, as soon as they said red, red horns, I went. And I, when I got the text review, I was like, yep, there it is. There it is. It would be funny if, like, every episode they do, like, they point to someone that looks like Kang. They point to someone that looks like Dr. Doom. They point to someone that looks like Omega Red. Well, that's the, the shot of that also is something that, for me, is like, it could have been picked up after they finished WandaVision. <laughs> just to yeah. do, just to like, all I need is your hand, all I need is a kid's hand pointing at a red card that's got a, the devil on it or whatever, a red page. Just to kind of F with people to be like, oh, look, Mephisto's in this one. Yeah. Oh, that could have easily been, yeah. that have been a one-day shoot. That's what I mean. Um, <laughs> did it again. There's a, Whoops. Um, did it again. There was something, was something I was thinking about. Didn't know Loki, what I and then I totally lost it there. Um, the show, 
does very, I, I like I really like the dynamic that that Owen Wilson has or that <laughs> Owen Wilson has with Tom Hiddleston. When even even that one so, guard someone, with someone Tom. someone who hadn't seen it yet asked me how I liked it and I said, uh, let me ask you, are you an Owen Wilson fan? Is yeah, why? It's because if you like Owen Wilson, you're gonna like this. If you don't like Owen Wilson, <laughs> you're gonna hate this. Mm-hmm. You're gonna it's it's not because he plays Owen Wilson. There's two Owen Wilsons, as I've said. There's the one in Wedding Crashers, the the crazy, you know, whatever. And there's Owen Wilson from Royal Tenenbaums. Really, they're they're the same because he always ends up at the end being that kind of okay. Well, yeah. So you know, I know I said I love you, but I didn't. But I didn't. Wasn't. Really. So he always plays like the good guy at the end because even yeah. um, the Google one in, in the interns. Oh yeah, with, yeah. With Vince Vaughn, it's the same thing. He he plays that guy kind of down the middle. Yeah, he's never like super zany. He's not Zach Galifianakis, but he's also not like the straight man for anything. Right. And that's what he is here. And he's just got he plays Owen Wilson, mm-hmm. and that's great. And and it's cool because it leads to. I knew Mobius was sort of a character. It was like in my head, I was like, didn't they do a Mobius character? Mm-hmm. To find out what Mobius was, the TVA was introduced in a Fantastic Four issue. Yes. And Mobius is based off of, and, and the issue, it's based off of um, the editor-in-chief, when uh, Mark Grunwald. Okay. Because Mark Grunwald's job as editor-in-chief was to keep the continuity right. <laughs> right. Was to have everybody on the same page, not literally, but figuratively as a brand, going like, no, you can't you, you can't kill Wolverine in the Wolverine book because he's alive and Uncanny X-Men. You're right. not allowed to do that. So that was the, kind of the tongue-in-cheek joke is that they based him off of. Uh, he looks exactly like uh, Mark Grunwald. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And so that one Wilson's playing, and that's why he has the mustache. Mark Grunwald had the things. Ah, wow! I got a mustache now. Wow, wow! I will say, like, I never understand why these 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 uh, super powerful agencies with these these soldiers or cops or whatever security. Why do they never have ranged weapons? They always have batons and stuff. Like, what happens? <laughs> you need to that shoot somebody that they don't need to. But shoot it doesn't. Like, <laughs> they get, they're all dying. They get killed in all these places. Have you noticed there's a lot more talk of the multiverse now? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's obvious that's what the next phase is. Yeah. I mean, and I know we, we've talked about that's, this. A I, show I, can't lead to something, but it can definitely steer you in the right direction. If you realize from the other two shows, there's only one thing that isn't that doesn't end the way it began, and that's Cap actually being Falcon. Yes. At the end of WandaVision, Vision that we know is still dead, Wanda's still alive. At the end of Cap and Falcon, Winter Soldier still Winter Soldier. Yeah, you know we don't know exactly what he's going to do, but Cap is Falcon. Here, it's weird because you don't know where Loki can go because he's dead. Right. So, do we get dead Loki at the end of this? Do we have to re- we have to remove him from the continuity because the last time we saw him, he's dead. Right. Thanos kills him, and Thor goes crazy. Well, which it also plays into my theory that Loki. His death in or Infinity War is just a projection of himself. Yeah, that's been a thing for a so, while. So that's always been my thing: is that that's the way they could bring him back into something is to show it as the only problem with that is if you want him to be the good guy, he can't do that because he's like, well, then why did he just disappear? But then again, why did? Oh my god, we watched Bad Batch tonight. You <laughs> <laughs> to join the war? Yeah, so do the two Jedi that are hiding out like cowards. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> You want Loki to be the, 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 the character at the end of Ragnarok, the, the kind of heroic character. 
making that sacrifice play obviously is is more if you're going to turn him back into the heel then yes you know it's because it's it's um uh dark world where he fakes his own death and takes over yeah you know banishes unless unless loki's only thought was well if i die then you know thanos would leave them alone but you can't make Loki it doesn't into the he hero. He thinks he's going to win. He thinks he but, can kill him. But you can't make him into the hero and still have him be mischievous. Yes, you can. You for, can if you, you can if you do. Character, if you can, can it, if yeah. you do young Loki or teen Loki. No, you can do the other one with the same the same kind of attitude. Yeah, you can still I, do it. I mean, I know that's kind of what the end of Ragnar towards I mean, it's, the it's middle what, of Ragnarok was. It's what the. Trust me, I'm reading it right now. I'm treating the, the reading the old Loki. Using the mischief in order to actually complete the mission, and it's the same thing that happens in. Um, oh gosh, it's the one with all the, it was all the magic and stuff. I can't remember what it was. Was it an Avengers one? Something. But anyway, it's sort of the same thing. He's playing games, but the the end game is a very important. But he's playing the games to get to him. And he's doing them with a cavalier attitude. But it's that I have to do this attitude, or else no one's going to believe who the hell I am. I come in here and go like, look, the world's going to end unless you give me that sword. No, I have to fake that. I have to find a way to steal that sword from that person so they still think I'm the same. Because I don't want that person to know. I don't want the whole universe to know that this bad thing is coming or else they're going to react badly and it's going to make it worse or some stuff like that. So yeah. you can do it. It's more of, you know. And the other thing is we don't know if Loki's in Love and Thunder. Right. He's not. That we know of. He's not. That we know of. He's not. That we know of. Tom Hiddleston's obviously on a set. It's not that hard to shoot him against the green screen. It's not that hard to do a pickup either. And just think of it. They may have not told us that he's in it in order not to tell us what the end of this is. Like, I'm sure if they really could have kept a secret that Elizabeth Olsen was in uh, Multitudes of Madness, Multiverse of Madness... (laughs) Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse Bugaloo, um, they would have so that you wouldn't know what the end of WandaVision was, that she even survives. Because you can get to the end of this and have Loki die again. Like, oh, okay. We just, we're, again, we're back at the same spot. When Vision comes back. No, he doesn't. He sort of does, but the vision that we know is gone. The vision that we know in that color scheme is gone. The vision that doesn't have the memories of the white vision is gone. You know, so you you can you can go to a lot of different places. It's the same thing when people said, "No, rebels has to be all of them have to die." No, they don't. Hera can still be a part of the rebellion, no problem. So can Sabine. Hell, so could Kanan. If Kanan's just like, I ain't gonna tell anybody I'm a Jedi. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, that'll be a great scene. Who destroyed the Death Star? Luke Skywalker. <laughs> Who? Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I gotta kill that guy right now. <laughs> no, his dad's a real son of a bitch. Let's go. <laughs> um, that'd be an interesting account of like. You know, Kane is like, oh, I was special. I was the only Jedi here. <laughs> Who's this Luke Skywalker guy? He's a force. F that guy. <laughs> That's funny. Remember, he didn't want to train Ezra. Exactly. Ezra, Ezra still disappears, but Kane lives. <laughs> Kane just fights in the rebellion. Then he gets, <laughs> he gets Ezra, really jealous. Quote, unquote, he... disappears. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know what happened. Yeah, no. He just he, the same thing happens with Thrawn. It just happens to be the Kane still hey, alive. Can you see what this problem is with my lightsaber? Because <laughs> then you have Kane and just be like, "Do I look wait, at it in this end? Yeah, wait, what happened? Right down the hole there. No, you have Kane. So Ezra disappears with Thrawn in this space slug whale things, whatever those things are, and then Kane is like, "Oh!" And then he finds out about Luke Skywalker, and then he gets all mad. 
And he's like, I'm going to go find another Jedi. I'm going to show him. I got a kid who's battling the Empire when he was like 11. Come on. <laughs> hey, Luke, check it out. I trained this one. Yeah, not some frog dude on a planet in the middle of nowhere. And I didn't die the first time I met him either, like a bitch, like Ben Kenobi. What's up? Let's go. And Ezra like becomes the, the greatest Jedi ever. He sees Ben Solo. In just some kills him. people's eyes. He just kills Ben Solo. In some people's eyes, he is. And I don't get it. Well, again, you got a lot more training than Luke did. <laughs> He's out there lightsabering dudes, throwing freaking scout walkers off of the cliffs. And Luke's just sitting at home. Mike, I got a toy. Oh, Uncle Owen, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go get oh, Joe. Toshi Station. I don't want to go get droids from the Toshi Station. No, Thrawn, we can't. We got to leave. Because they're the exact same age. Yes, that's what I mean. So at the age in which Ezra is sacrificing himself to have this fleet and Thrawn and take them out of the galaxy to do whatever until the Mandalorian shows up, apparently. Luke is sitting at home with his little toy. Shooting, his, <laughs> shooting Womp Rats from his T-16. Aw, Biggs, why are you leaving? I'm going to go be a pilot. I want to go be a pilot. Uncle, let me leave. Uncle Owen. I'm going to go buy a stupid spider droid. Whatever. You see my land speeder? It's cool. Ezra's just like in a freaking tie <laughs> So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. <laughs> this is the worst segue transition show we've ever done. Make sure to check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables, on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next time. Ooh. Ooh.